This episode is brought to you by BetUS.com. Life is back on, sports bettors, and BetUS has your MLB, NHL, NBA, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year and live betting on all of it. Log in to BETUS.com or call 800-792-3887. That's 800-79-BETUS. BetUS for 125% bonuses with the promo code DSP125 or 200% bonuses using crypto with the promo code DSP200. Customer service pros are ready to get your phone, social, and online sports betting kickoff started now. Play with the proven mainstay in the industry. BetUS. You bet. You win. You get paid. BetUS.com. All right, folks. Time for the Buckeye Daily Blitz. I'm Tito Jeff Thidoff. Follow me on Twitter at Happens. Got a lot to get to today. Um, the Ohio State Buckeyes had their uh, had a big win finally against Akron. They won 59-7, did what they were supposed to do, looked like they were supposed to look, um, which is finally a good thing to see for Ohio State. Good news, bad news, though. I mean, uh, Kyle McCord, who started, was 13 of 18, 13 passes for 319 yards, which is amazing. Uh, is a record for a player making his first career start for the Buckeyes. He also had two touchdowns, interception. Uh, Jack Miller came in, went five of eight for 66 yards. Um, McCord had a couple of bad moments, early on especially in the third quarter as well, where he had the interception in the third quarter. But uh, overall, the Buckeyes, though, um, I think the, the only problem, well, first let's say that he's a fourth true freshman quarterback to ever start for Ohio State. The others were Arch Leister back in 1978 against Penn State, uh, Terrell Pryor in 08, uh, Braxton Miller in 2011. So he's the fourth true freshman to ever start at quarterback for Ohio State. And Ryan Day came out and said definitively, definitively that C.J. Stroud, if he's healthy, is the starter. Stroud missed last this past game against Akron with a shoulder injury and appears to be on track to start this week. But whereas Stroud has, hit moment, has had his moments as well, uh, where he's missed on some passes he should have made and uh, made some great tough passes too, but he hasn't been um, incredibly consistent yet. McCord also was not consistent. Like I said, he had struggles in the um, first quarter, also in the third quarter. Jack Miller looked pretty good from the start too, but he was limited action when the game's well in hand already. So I, I wonder if... Ohio State is in trouble, and I'm sorry, in danger of having a quarterback controversy. I mean, what if C.J. Stroud does start and come out against a tough Rutgers team and doesn't look great on Saturday early on? Is there going to be um, a, a chance that, that Day makes a change then? Because I, I really don't know what we have in all three of these quarterbacks. You know, I don't. I, I think Stroud's been Stroud's done what I expected him to do, probably. I guess, but I don't know if he's that much better than McCord right now. Um, I don't know if Jack Miller deserves to, to get more of a look. I have no idea, which is what leads to a quarterback controversy, which is something you don't want to have at this point in the season. So, you know, I um, Stroud's going to start if he's healthy. Ryan Day, when asked his press conference, didn't hesitate when he was asked the question, said, yep, if he's healthy, he's the starter. He's the guy. And Stroud appears to be on track to start this week. But if the offense struggles at all, and again, Rutgers is a tough defensive team, if Ohio State struggles at all, Will Ryan Day make a change? And once you make a change, it's hard to go back for, to the next guy, to the other guy then. So I don't know what's going to happen with that. I hope it doesn't come to that. I hope the Buckeyes come out and look very dominant against Rutgers on Saturday. But, you know, the fact that no one's really stood out tremendously yet. I know Stroud's had his moments. There's times he's looked really good. 
he's also missed on a lot of passes that he should have completed. And I know we're nitpicking here because it's a freshman quarterback. Redshirt freshman, but a freshman quarterback nonetheless that we're looking at. And I'm judging him um, maybe a bit unfairly because I've been spoiled by Justin Fields, Dwayne Haskins, JT Barrett. Um, uh, so it's – but you get these guys – all these guys – lack experience at the college level. So we'll see what happens on Saturday. But uh, by the way, I told you Stroud completed 13 passes for 319 yards. Akron quarterback, um, DJ Irons, he completed one more pass than McCord. He had 14, but at 204 fewer passing yards. Amazing. So uh, it was a light but very productive day for the running game. 35 rushes, uh, 237 yards, just a shade under seven yards a carry, which is also what they're having for the season, by the way, just under seven yards a carry, 6.8 they're having for the year. Uh, Travion Henderson coming off his record-setting performance against Tulsa. He carried the ball just eight times, went for 93 yards and a pair of touchdowns. By the way, he is averaging nine and a half yards a carry this season. Travion Henderson, nine and a half yards a carry this season, had just eight carries um, against Akron, but... I expect to get a heavy dose of Travion Henderson on Saturday against Rutgers. Master Teague, Ryan Williams, um, they got some quality pl- playing time as well, which is good. That's important to have um, for them to be confident and able to contribute with the Big Ten schedule ramping up now. Uh, the offense, by the way, for all of the, you know, I've criticized the running game here and there and criticized the offense here and there. Uh, the Buckeyes are averaging almost 560 yards a game. 560 yards a game. It's like top 10 nationally. Um, maybe top five, but they are averaging 560 yards a game, which is amazing based on some of the struggles. The offensive line's gotten better. Ryan Day said the offensive line and uh, the defensive backs, by the way, has said that they have improved the most from week one to today as far as the, the units go. So offensive line certainly does look better. Um, let's talk about the defense. Haskell Garrett had three sacks, and that's his first three sacks of the season. The second highest single game total for Buckeye defensive tackle. The Buckeyes had nine sacks in the game, held Akron to only 222 yards of total offense. So um, defense looked much better. Now, Akron's an inferior opponent, but so was Tulsa. And Tulsa moved the ball against Ohio State. Akron did not. Ohio State did a great job. A, a, a team that they were supposed to dominate, and they did to the tune of 59-7. So um, I... I think the defense is on the right track. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, they uh, This Buckeye team is young. Ryan Day talked about that in his press conference. They're relying on young players, probably more so than Ryan Day wanted to. As a whole, the team is uh, relying on two, um, more young players than uh, Ryan Day thought he would have to when the season started. But, um, you know, it's it's uh, it was an important win. It's You're still kind of learning on the fly a little bit. And you're going into this Rutgers team, which is a, a a really tough opponent for Ohio State. And this isn't like the Rutgers team that Ohio State usually beats up on. Greg Schiano's back there. We know that. He was with the Buckeyes for a while. Um, had a lot of success with Rutgers his first time around. Coached the NFL. All those things. So the Rutgers team, and they took Michigan to the wire in Ann Arbor on Saturday. Michigan won 20-13. Michigan's a very good team this year. Rutgers on the road. Held Michigan to 20 points. And um, like I said, it was right down to the wire in that game. So this Rutgers team, it's not going to be an easy matchup for the Buckeyes. Um, Ohio State never lost to Rutgers. Like I said, they're 7-0 against them. Um, They're coming into this game here. I've got the stat right here in front of me. Uh, Ohio State's averaging 43.3 points a game. Rutgers defense only allowing 
13 and a half points a game. So big difference there. Rutgers defense will be much tougher than what Ohio State's faced the last couple of weeks in Tulsa and Akron. So it'll be interesting to see how the Buckeyes offense counteracts that with that Rutgers defense. And uh, it, it's a it's a good game to ease into the Big Ten schedule for the Buckeyes. After this, they have Maryland before it's the Indiana's after that. And then we get to the real meat of the Big Ten schedule. But Saturday's game is an important game for this offense against the Scarlet Knights. Now, um, the one incident on Saturday with linebacker Kayvon Pope. And if you didn't see it, you can go back and find it on YouTube. But uh, he was going out of the field for a certain play. He's a, um, a linebacker, by the way. So going out of the field for a certain play, got waved off by a teammate, and he threw a fit. Ended up, uh, you know, he threw his gloves into the stands, took his helmet off, um, started to walk away, came back, exchanged words with some coaches, and then eventually was escorted back into the locker room and fired off a tweet, um, F Ohio State, and uh, then deleted it. And um, But he has now been dismissed from the team. And they are keeping him on scholarship through the end of the semester. He gets all of the benefits a scholarship player does as far as student services goes. Um, he gets all of the same benefits, tutoring, everything, at the end of the semester, but he's off the team. Scholarship gone at the end of the semester. And Ohio State's had, you know, I think the 2018 class has had, I think, nine, eight or nine people. 2019 class, eight or nine people transfer out. Um, I mean, it's 2018 class. But anyway, I it, it was embarrassing, yes, I'm sure for Kayvon Pope. Uh, I'm sure it was difficult for Ryan Day and the coaching staff and the teammates to see that as well. But you're going to have this in college football with how quickly people can move on without any penalty. It used to be if you went to um, accepted a scholarship to a school, you were locked in there. You weren't going to be able to go play football somewhere else. And then eventually you could sit out for a year and go play somewhere else. And now you can go and be immediately eligible somewhere without sitting out the year. But at a program like Ohio State, where you've got constant four- and five-star guys coming in, constantly, every year there's four- and five-star guys coming in, you're going to have transfers. This is not the way I want to see somebody transfer, but you have to get used to it. Look, Ohio State, one of these quarterbacks on the roster will not be here next year. They will transfer somewhere else and start next year, maybe for a Big Ten school. It's, it's the way it's going to be. The running back room could look different next year, too. I think Trayvon Henderson is going to stay here, but one of the running backs, another running back, could leave. Uh, receiver room is stocked with receivers that could start all across the country. Guys eventually decide, hey, I've been here a year. I've been here two years. I want to play. I was a five-star, four-star, whatever. I'm a stud, and they're going to go somewhere else. So Kayvon Pope wasn't a very important player on this team. Statistically, he didn't play a whole lot. Um, so it's not a significant loss. The way it went out, yes, that's significant. The way he did it was significant. But Ohio State every year is going to lose players. Every year they're going to lose players. Maybe not that dramatically, but they will lose players. And they'll pick up players also. But more than likely, they're going to lose more to transfer than they're going to gain from transferring. So, um, you know, we'll see what happens to Kayvon Pope. But it's not a huge loss for the Buckeyes, I don't believe. Uh, just it was embarrassing the way it went down. And it's too bad it detracted from the win. Uh, we'll see what happens. The Buckeyes have Rutgers again on Saturday. And we're going to come back tomorrow, by the way, and talk some a Buckeye basketball as well. We'll talk more about Rutgers. We'll also talk about Buckeye basketball. Their media day was just happened had just happened. So uh, that'll be in tomorrow's Daily Blitz. Um, thanks for tuning in. Again, at Thit Happens on Twitter. Give me a follow. Thanks for tuning in. Subscribe, listen, like the Buckeye Daily Blitz, and I will talk to you tomorrow.